Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. Welcome to Top 5 from The Ray Taylor Show, where each week I rank movies in a variety of categories from franchise and subgenre to directors and actors. No film is left unwatched as I break down my top five picks. So join me every Sunday for new episodes and get ready to dive into the world of film with top five from the Ray Taylor show for today's episode. We're diving deep into a world where emotions intertwine with circuits where grim reapers meet artificial intelligence and passion finds its place amidst pixels. If you haven't guessed yet and seriously, you must have had a system glitch. If you haven't, I'm talking about none other than Love, Death, and Robots, Volume 3. Created by the visionary Tim Miller with the handprint of legendary David Fincher, this anthology streaming on Netflix gives us, gives us bite-sized doses of storytelling that pushes the boundaries one pixel at a time. From comedy circuits to horror hardware, from sci-fi software to fantastic firmware, this series is a beautiful buffet of genres. And while the buffet is catered by the dynamic Blur Studios, the dishes are served up by various animation studios from across the globe. Each episode challenges not just the heart and fears, but also the brain circuits and today, I'm here to rank the top moments from Love, Death, and Robots, Volume 3. So whether you're Team Love, your Team Death, or Team Robots, there's something for everybody. Will your favorite episode make the cut? Is your heart software up to date for some unexpected surprises? Let's plug in and find out. Engage your emotion chips. Avoid eat any premature shutdowns, and let's journey through the digital dimensions of Top 5. There will be spoilers. You have been warned. Activate Countdown. Starting off with number 5. My fifth favorite short animated film from Love, Death, and Robots, Volume 5. Coming in number 5 is Three Robots exit strategies uh this is a poignant yet humor laced episode uh episode three of season three of love death and robots it's 11 minutes long directed by patrick osborne the script is by john scalzi based on his original story the animation studio is below studio from spain in this short film it is set in a post-apocalyptic world this is one of the only sequels to a previous love death and robot short film which is i love this trio they could do a whole movie and i would i would love it uh, but this is set in a post-apocalyptic world the episode follows the journey of three robots k-vrc x Xbot 4000 and 11-45-G are the names of the robots. As they navigate through the remains of Earth, they explore different sites that reveal the desperate measures humans took in their futile attempts to survive 
the impending doom. You have in this in this short film the survivalist camp for the poor people of the world. Here, the robots uncover the food scarcity due to overhunting led to deadly conflicts amongst the survivalists. You have the oil rig for the luxury resort for the rich. This refurbished rig showcases the perils of over-reliance on AI. It is the place that the first, that the first seeds of the robot uprising were, sh were sown. A grim outcome of the rich humans, uh, a grim outcome of the rich humans' faith in technology. It also showcases the government bunker, a fungus infested hydroponic crop system, forced the government officials to resort to cannibalism in the self sustaining bunker. You also have the rocket launch base, the final pit stop on, their tr on the trio's tour. Uh, the site is a testament to the myopic visions of Earth's wealthiest people. Instead of pooling resources to salvage Earth, they aimed to escape to Mars. However, the twist in this uh, short film reveals that the cats have evolved in, intelligen in intelligence and were the ones to successfully leave Earth, leaving the billionaires behind. It's great. So funny. I love these robots. Uh, it was the first episode, and I'm glad it made the list. I was surprised that it was like, I, I love all of the shots it's taking at all the different groups from the, the preppers to the, the, uh, the, uh, the wealthy libertarians, uh, all of that stuff. Uh, the key themes of this Pixar-style humor Throughout the grim setting, the narrative is peppered with lighthearted moments and humor uh, reminiscent of Pixar films. Uh, it's critique on social classes. The episode doesn't shy away from critiquing various social strata from the right-wing preppers to the wealthy libertarian seasteaders. Mankind's hubris, a reoccurring theme in human humanity's over-reliance on technology and AI which ironically becomes the, archetype, uh, the architects of their own downfall. You also have greed versus survival. The episode emphasizes the Earth, that Earth had ample resources for humanity's survival, yet greed and short-sightedness sealed their fate. The cast for this episode is Josh Brenner, who plays K-VRC, Gary Anthony Williams as Xbot 4000, Katie Lowe's as 1145G, and Chris Parnell in various roles. The Three Robots Exit Strategy is an episode that serves as both a cautionary tale and a reflection on human nature. Though the, through the lens of our robot protagonists, it sheds light on the decisions, for better or worse, that paved the way for humanity's downfall. With a good dose of humor and irony, it's an episode that lingers in the mind long after the credits roll. That is why coming in at number five is Three Robots Exit Strategy. Moving on to my fourth favorite episode, 
or short film from Love, Death, and Robots, Volume 3. This one was a lot of fun. Coming in at number four, Mason's Rats. Mason's Rats is a delightful mix of humor, action, and irony. This is episode seven, ten minutes long, directed by Carlos Stevens. The script adapted by Joe uh, Abercrombie from an original story from Neil Asher. The animation studio is Axis Studios from Scotland. In this episode, it is set in a futuristic Scotland. Farmer Mason finds himself in a real pickle when the rats in his barn not only evolve to be bigger, but also stand on two legs. They use tools and mostly, most alarmingly, shoot back at him with crossbows. These aren't your usual vermin. They're skilled and relentless, causing havoc in Mason's barn and stealing his genetically modified supplies enter the trap tech pest control company promising a solution to his rat woes mason in desperation installs the recommended tt6 pulse laser in his barn however these high-tech traps prove ineffective as the intelligent rat leader soon deduces how to disable them Taking these up a notch, Trap Tech sells Mason the TT-15, a formidable scorpion-like robot designed to exterminate the pests. And while this mechanical terror does its job a little too well, it also wreaks havoc on Mason's property, culminating in a close call where Mason nearly gets his head taken off by the stray shot from the robot. The climax sees the rats heroically standing their ground against the robot, creatively using one of Mason's tractors to take out the menace. Mason, impressed by their determination and more peeved with the TT-15's destructiveness, finally takes matters into his own hands, obliterating the machine with a will-aimed shotgun blast. In an unexpected twist, Mason and the rats, both victims of the trap tech's overly aggressive solutions, find common ground. The episode ends in a heartwarming note with Mason sharing a drink with the former with his former adversaries, watching the sunset in mutual understanding. The themes and moments, key themes and moments of this episode, the cartoonish animation the exaggerated 3D animation style lends a unique charm to the episode, creating a balance between the humor and the action. The evolution and adaption, the episode cleverly touches upon how creatures can adapt and evolve with the rats not only growing in size, but also intelligence. This episode also highlights the technology versus nature. The theme underscores underscores the episode highlighting how over reliance on tech solutions can sometimes create even bigger problems in this episode also unity and adversity or unity in adversity mason and the rats initially at odds eventually come together in their shared plight against the aggressive pest control solution the cast of this episode is craig ferguson who plays farmer mason Dan Steven in many of the supporting roles. In conclusion, Mason's Rats is a whimsical yet profound episode that uses humor to discuss bigger themes. It's a testament to the series' ability to surprise its audience, delivering memorable story in just 10 minutes. 
An unexpected alliance between man and rat serves as a reminder of the often unpredictable consequences of unchecked technological solutions. And that is why, coming in at number four, is Mason's Rats. So much fun. Love the art style. Let's take a quick break from this episode to talk about attention, attention all, all Ray, Ray Taylor, Taylor show, show fans. fans. We're excited to announce we've just released a line of exclusive merchandise featuring original artwork inspired by the show. Our high quality shirts and biodegradable phone cases are a perfect way to show your support for the show and make a great gift for any fan. Plus, with each purchase, you'll be helping us continue to bring you great content. So don't wait. Head on over to InspireDisorder.com now and check out the full collection. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll show your support by grabbing some Ray Taylor Show merchandise today. And now, let's get back to the show. Moving on to my third favorite episode from Love, Death, and Robots, Volume 3. Coming in number three is Bad Traveling. Bad Traveling is a suspenseful and harrowing tale. This is episode two, 21 minutes long, directed by none other than David Fincher himself. The script is adapted by Andrew Kevin Walker from an original story by Neil Asher. The animation studios, Blur Studios from the United States. In this episode... It unfolds on a shark-hunting vessel set on an eerie alien ocean. The crew's routine is shattered when they are ambushed by a monstrous crustacean known as Thanapod. With sheer power and brutality, the creature massacres the majority of the crew and asserts its domain in the ship's hold. Torin, the ship's navigator, is chosen to communicate with the terror from the deep. In an unexpected twist, the Thanapod uses a deceased crewman's body as a macabre puppet, articulating its demands through the to be ferried to a fate to Faden Island, presumably to feast on its inhabitants. Hoping to save his skin, Torin brokers a deal. Yet, understanding the moral weight of the decision, he, con- uh, he consults the remaining crew members. Should they fulfill the beast's requests or try to outsmart, outsmart it by heading to a distant, uninhabited island? The dilemma sets off a spiral of treachery, power dynamics, and brutal choices. To, to satiate the Thanapod's hunger and that of the newly born offspring, Torin resorts to the darkest of methods, feeding the creature, deceased crew members. As tensions rise and mutiny looms, Torin's choice, choices grow even more merciless. In the climactic finale, as the ship nears its dreadful destination, Torin makes one last desperate play for survival, setting the ship ablaze and, insur- and ensuing and ensuring the destruction of the ravenous Thanapod and its brood. Key themes and moments from this episode, survival at all costs. The episode is a masterclass in exploring the lengths one would go in order to survive, even if it means betraying comrades. 
power dynamics with the introduction of the thanopod the hierarchy and dynamics on board the ship undergo dramatic shifts culminating in deception and brutal executions moral dilemma the crew's predicament of choosing between personal safety and the greater good offers a profound commentary on human nature gripping visuals the realistic 3d animation dark and grimy texture enhance this uh enhance the suspense and create creates an oppressive atmosphere fitting for the storyline stunning action sequences the intense action sequences particularly the confrontation with the thanopod and the mutinies are brilliantly executed making the episode a visual treat uh the cast of this episode troy baker is in the starring role, supporting roles by Kevin Jackson, Anthony Mark Barrow, uh, Chantel Berry, Perry Sheen, Time Winters, James Preston Rogers, Jason Fleming, Elodie Young, and Max Fowler. Max Fowler. In conclusion, Bad Traveling is a dark odyssey of survival, choices, and the primal instinct of man. The episode, episode showcases the unparalleled storytelling powers of love, death, and robots. Blending suspense and ph philosophical musings all against the backdrop of a visually captivating alien seascape. And that is why. Coming in at number three is Bad Traveling. Absolutely great. Moving on to my second favorite episode of Love, Death, and Robots, Volume 3. This one had me smiling from ear to ear, from beginning to end. Coming in at number two is Night of the Many Dead. Night of the Many Dead offers a playful and slightly twisted take on the zombie apocalypse genre. The, epi excuse me, the episode's unique presentation and humorous uh, perspective sets it apart from, from traditional horror narratives. This is the fourth episode of season three, seven minutes long, directed by Robert Bissey and Andy Lyon, script by, adapted by Robert Bissey and Andy Lyon from original story by Jeff Fowler and Tim Miller. Animation studio is Buck, based in the United States. In this episode, Night of the Many Dead eschews typical horror gravitas for a zany take on a zombie apocalypse. It begins in a graveyard where an adventurous couple's amorous activities inadvertently raise the dead. From the cemetery, the zombies' infection spread at breakneck speeds. The narrative told usually uh, the narrative told using sped-up miniatures leads a comedic slant to the dire events as hordes of tiny squeaky voiced zombies ravage cities from los angeles to the vatican the chaos is heightened when a nuclear disaster creates supersized zombies further complicating humanity's chances of survival the episode doesn't limit its scope to just zombies a full-blown nuclear war ensues with countries firing their missiles in a desperate final act in the end, our, pla our, planet utter, our planet's utter destruction is depicted with a, humorously trivi uh, with a humorous triviality 
reminding viewers of Earth's small place in the vast universe. Key features and moments of this episode, the visual aesthetic, the tilt-shift technique usually employed to make real-life settings appear toy-like, craft a visually compelling world where everything seems like part of a diorama. I love that. The high-pitched comedy. The episode uses sped-up footage, which results in high-pitched squeaky sounds that add a comedic layer to the unfolding apocalypse. Dark satire. At its core, the episode is a dark satire. It pokes fun at the fragility and fickleness of human civilization, suggesting that it falls, that it that its fall when viewed from a cosmic perspective, is just a blip in the vastness of space. Evolution of the threat, the narrative, doesn't just stop with uh, at a zombie invasion. It throws in nuclear explosions and super zombies, piling on layers of threats in a comedic exaggeration of typical apocalypse stories. Unexpected endings. The finale shows the Earth's annihilation as an inconsequential event in a cosmic scale is both humorous and sobering, reminding a uh, reminder of our planet's relative significance in the universe. In conclusion, Night of the Many Dead takes a, a tried and true zombie apocalypse trope and injects it with a dose of humor, irony, and visual ingenuity. Its quick-paced seven-minute runtime ensures that viewers are entertained every second. Even as they pr uh, prompted, as even as they're prompted to think about the broader themes beneath the episode's comedic surface, it is a delightful blend of humor, horror, and satire that aptly demonstrate the electric range of stories found in *Love, Death, and Robots*. And that is why coming in at number two is Night of the Many Dead. For a while, this was number one. Until I got to this one. Let's take a quick break from this episode because I want to promote. Are you looking for a way to take your love of the Ray Taylor show to the next level? Look no further than Inspired Disorder Plus. As a member, you'll get access to a whole host of amazing perks, including the full week of shows, ad-free in both audio and video versions, a live painting archive, early access to the many faces, members-only discounts and deals, a podcast back catalog with over 600 episodes. But that's not all. As a member, you'll get access to my personal blog as well as my creative writing. You'll also get the chance to ask me anything you want. With all of these benefits and more, Inspired Disorder Plus is a must-have for any fan of The Ray Taylor Show. So don't wait. Go sign up now. Head on over to InspiredDisorder.com plus and start enjoying all of the amazing perks of the membership. And now, let's get back to the show. Coming in at number one, by far my favorite. This is a masterpiece. This is a work of master class art. Blew me away. Blew me away. Easily number one. Easily number one. Eventually I'll do my top five of all three volumes this might be number one on that list, too. But coming in at number one, my favorite episode from Love, Death, and Robots. Volume three is Jabaro, 
Jabaro stands out as a cinematic exploration of desire, deception, and destiny set against the backdrop of a mystical forest teeming with natural wonder and danger. It's a unique combination of mythology and historical and a historical setting uh, enhanced by cutting-edge animation. This is episode 9, 17 minutes long, directed and written by Alberto uh, Miguel Miel, Mielgo. Alberto Mielgo. The animation studio is Pinkman TV, Pinkman.tv, based in Spain. In this episode, in a mesmerizing forest setting, the scene is set with a group of conquistadors and priests on a mission, but their journey is abruptly halted by the enchanting song of a siren, a mythical creature draped in resplendent gold and jewels. As her song waves a deadly spell, men fall into a violent trance, taking arms against each other only to drown in the lake lured by the siren's call amidst the chaos the deaf knight jabaro remains unaffected as he flees the sirens puzzled by his indifference to her song follows him an intricate dance of fascination fear and desire unfolds between the two the dynamic and kinetic energy of their chase culminates in a passionate dangerous embrace jabaro's deafness provides a defense against the siren's power but it also sparks her interest in a twist of fate after being temporarily defeated by jabaro the siren's blood infects the waters drinking from the tainted water jabaro regains his hearing rendering him vulnerable to the siren's song and succumbing to the fatal allure. Jabaro's journey concludes with his descent to the depths of the lake, drawn to his demise by the siren's irresistible call. The key features and moments of this episode, by far the animation, the hyper-real 3D animation breathes life into this narrative. The visual grandeur of the forest, mountains, and the shimmering water is a testament to the episode's ex, uh, ex exceptional craftsmanship. The attention to detail. The episode boasts a meticulously attention. Uh, the episode boasts a meticulous attention to detail, from the ornate armor and horses' clothing to the intricate design of the sirens' jewelry. The choreography, whether it's the men in armor engaged in deadly combat or the seductive dance between Jabaro and the Siren, the choreography is fluid, vibrant, and captivating. The sonic play. The reveal of Jabaro's deaf deafness adds depth to the narrative. It shifts the dynamic of power and allure, leading to a gripping climax. Metaphorical depths. The episode, while thrilling in its portrayal of physical attraction, also delves into deeper themes. The questions It questions the nature of desire, the perils of succumbing to temptation, and the uh, unpredictable nature of fate. In conclusion, Jabaro is not just an episode, it's a piece of art. Combining high-end animation with a tantalizing plot. It takes viewers on a roller coaster ride of emotion. It captures the enchanting yet dangerous allure of ancient myths 
and the uh, consequences of human desire. This episode, with its blend of historical and fantastical elements, further cements Love, Death, and Robots as a series unafraid to push boundaries and explore diverse storytelling landscapes. And that, for that and many reasons, this work of art is number one on my list, Jabaro. It is mind-blowing. It's so good on every level. It's perfect in every way. Loved it. Honorable mentions. The Very Pulse of the Machine was a 2D kind of comic book illustration style. Uh, There's astronauts crash land on a moon. And one of the astronauts use her dead companion as a means for oxygen as her oxygen tank is broken. Uh, This also has morphine-induced hallucinations. Voices and figures appear in the landscape. This, it's very poetic, very psychedelic. It was almost on the list, but uh, got kicked off. There's just so many good, good episodes in this uh, volume three. Also, in the vaulted halls, uh, entombed. Insane. The scale of this one, also hyper-real 3D, military, alien spiders, these gigantic, massive steps that lead into this, like, massive kind of uh chamber where there's like a demon that is chained up i it is crazy the scale of it is amazing um it's really great this one was probably number six on my list but i will recap my list one more time we'll get out of here this is my top five animated short films from love death and robots volume three Starting off with number five is Three Robots Exit Strategies. Number four is Mason's Rats. Number three is Bad Traveling. Number two is Night of the Mini Dead. And number one, by far greatest work of art I have seen in a long time. Coming at number one, my favorite is Jabaro. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of top five from the ray taylor show i do hope you enjoyed my ranking and analysis of my top five short films from love death and robots volume three let me know how you would rank them i want to hear it is there an episode i should reconsider putting on that list if so join the conversation by leaving a comment or rating on your favorite podcast platform or over on youtube.com slash inspired disorder where all of these episodes are available in video forms. You can also hit me up on social media at Ray Taylor Show. Don't forget to tune in next Sunday for an all-new episode. And see you again next week for more Top 5. Subscribe to The Ray Taylor Show on YouTube and everywhere podcasts are found. Binge the full week ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com plus. Purchase Ray Taylor Show merch over at InspiredDisorder.com. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Peace. Ouch! Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality.